Welcome everyone to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, this is your host Tony with Damn Nick. Yes, Damn Nick. I'm telling you, man. I just I feel like I I feel like a sitcom. I want to have a sitcom for myself right now. What's, what's gonna be called Damn, Damn Nick. Nick. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like it's like it's like Urkel, but you know, old. <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. Just it's been a chill week, pretty much. Uh, just stayed at home, relaxed as much as I can. I feel like that's every week, isn't it? Yeah, but other <laughs> other 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 weeks. Uh, I usually have something planned. Like this weekend, I have this coming weekend, I have a photo shoot and. Uh, actually, we're going to Tampa or St. Pete. We're going to go to the the Dolly Museum this weekend. That's true. That is very true. Go check that out. See what's up with that. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Not, nothing much. How about you? Nothing really. Nothing great planned other than Tampa. I mean, aside from going to the same exact museum you just described. Um, no, nothing really. Uh, kind of just practicing certain skills, stuff like that. Like I'm actually I got it. Well, what? Like backflips? Backflips. You said practicing certain certain skills. Backflip is a skill. At my size, all I can do is back roll. Hey, that's all I can do. People, flip. Some people can start. People start at some point. There's no way my feet are leaving the ground. I'm just pretty much just rolling <laughs> back. <laughs> no. Um. Actually, what? Uh, so I'm. So. I'm helping, I, I have a, a family photo shoot, and I think it's, with everything, I'm not really taking too many jobs, but I really want to help this family out. Yeah. Now, you know, because of everything going on, they really don't want to, like, meet, whatever, because, you know, it's it's dangerous. So, um, I'm going to try something different. This is what I mean by sharpening my skills. I'm going to try to shoot them all separately and make one composite, like, one image of the whole family together, like, if they were together the whole time. Oh. Okay, I thought you were gonna do like just do a Zoom chat and just screenshot a picture and then that was like the, wasn't that the thing that happened like when they first like yeah. when we first got into the pandemic? It's like photographers, I don't know how they could do that just because I'm like, it's still a crappy camera. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all based on what connection you have and what camera they're using. True, you're just directing the girl on yeah. how to do that. So, but uh, yeah, but let's see how it goes. I want to see how it turns out. Well, actually, it's uh, one of my favorite photographers. That's how she does her portrait, her group portraits, uh, Annie Leibovitz. Mm-hmm. Like when you do, when you see those celebrity ones on the magazines, like especially when they're coming like for like um like an event, they have a separate room where they set it up, but they already plan out each shot. So each person goes like one or two people go in there and they shoot them, and then later on when the other two people show up, they go in there. Yeah. So she basically always does composites for every celebrity shot. Yeah, I, I noticed that because one of them there was a big mistake thing. Oh, called, one of them. Yeah, yeah with for, the double hand with uh, Reese Witherspoon with Oprah, I think it was. Yeah, it was a, a hand around Reese Witherspoon's waist, and an extra hand, an extra leg that she had. Yeah. So because I saw that they do that, so they carry like like fake body parts type thing. So basically, if they know that one person is going to be on the floor, like leaning on another person's lap. They'll fake the lap, yeah, with like fake hands and everything, so that they know that's exactly how the shot's gonna be for the next person and the next yeah. person. So, build so the it. problem is they didn't edit those pictures out properly. Yeah, but let's see how it comes out. You can have a fake doll. 
<laughs> no, but I am drawing out each, literally, like, every single family member. I have a, I'm sketching out an idea of where, how I want them to stand, where I want them to stand in this one area that I, that I kind of picked for it. Mm-hmm. So that way, each one of them can just walk in there. I have them pose, make sure the face is good. The camera never leaves. It just sits in the same spot the whole time. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's something to try. And if it works, maybe I can start offering it as an option for big families that don't want to meet. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some topics. There's a lot. There's a lot. Let's go. We'll build up to it. All right. First one was uh, the release photos of uh, Haley Steinfeld. Mm Mm-hmm. As Kate Bishop. You know, it's funny. I saw that. For the Hawkeye TV show. It's so funny because I've only ever seen her as that kind of moody teenager, which she plays brilliantly. And there was a movie with her and Woody Harrelson, but she plays that moody teenager so brilliantly. So I didn't, I never pictured her be an action star, I guess. She did. She, all right. So she has a movie that she's an action star. Really? It's, I forgot the name of it, but it's literally. Imagine if it was Charlie's Angel in training. So she she. They well, tra- no, they, were you talking about that one little quick that clip that quick clip from Charlie's Angels? No, 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 no. Because she no. wasn't that. Yeah, but there she was in a movie mm-hmm. that. Oh, but that was more of a yeah. I get the, the one where she was like she was Samuel school. Jackson. Yeah. And uh, 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 what's her name? Um, uh, I know who you're talking about. Jennifer. I uh, was. Uh, yeah. uh, Jessica Alba. Yes. I know which movie you're talking about, but that's like that was a spoof more than an actual like. Well, it had action in it. <laughs> it had a, it was it, it was more comedic relief than anything, but they they incorporated a lot of action scenes. I'm excited. I mean, she's she looks like she could be cool with the role, but do you think it's a slap in the face to the girl who played Kickass? Uh, no, no. I think she 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 was good in her role. I don't. I don't. I feel. I'm just saying, like she did so well in that role, you you would have thought action movies are coming, more action movies coming her way. Yeah, because what is she's doing, Tom and Jerry? Yeah, because I think you know what killed her, Carrie. You think Carrie killed it? Carrie killed it. It, it bombed. It was really it bad. bombed, but I mean, I, we, all hey, actors what, have a what, bomb in there. Yeah, but sometimes have a bad bomb that it ruins your career. No, I get the ruin the career part. I just don't feel like it was ruining her career. Not ruined, but I get me it gave her limited options to pick up other roles. I guess after that movie, but yeah. So Haley Haley Steinfeld they released with mm-hmm. her and uh, Jeremy Rayner. Yeah, uh, some photos released. It looks she looks really good compared to the the comic book counterpart. Yeah, it's kind of similar. You know what I mean, it's always going to be something disproportionate in comic books mm. normally. But they have. It seems like they have the uh, the true to feel aspect of the outfit and everything else. So let's see how that goes. Yeah, but they're not the only two um, archers in Marvel, is there? I feel like there's more. There's more. I know there's a lot for DC, but I just was wondering for for Marvel, and are they all going to come out for this um, this role? I guess. I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot more street level. Uh, like mercenary in this one than anything than Archer. You think this is gonna be his transition to this is wait this is transition to Ronan? Yeah, that would be interesting. Well, no, because she's older. I don't know if that's gonna be his daughter. Mm-hmm. So then remember that he was training her. So this is after he's been Ronan because okay. he was Ronan in Endgame. Or maybe I'm hoping Ronan plays a part where maybe that comes up or he tries to fight that that kind of mentality that he created like for himself. Like the Yakuza? When he fights the Yakuza at the end of... Yeah, like, maybe he has to, like, 
relive his past, or maybe he did like atrocious things because of what happened. Yeah. A lot of options, a lot of options, but too many wait. options. So yeah, so the next thing mm-hmm. uh, was, um, so HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to get that. Uh, no, I'm sorry. So um, tomorrow, because we'll get into bigger the uh, tomorrow. Disney has Investor Day. Thursday, uh, December tenth, okay. which what ultimately what happens on that day is that they will give a forecast of all the movies and TV shows and animated shows and Pixar movies that will be coming out in the foreseeable future. Okay, so this will lay out the foundation of what movies are going to be funded for Star Wars for Marvel. So now we're going to get more uh, more. Uh, in-depth idea of what's coming out because there was a leaked image of showing x-men namor namor in black panther how we talked about a fantastic four Mm -hmm. so people were like oh this is what is going to be released tomorrow well okay so here's my thing because i know you know this kind of stuff is planned years in advance whatever but obviously with the year that we've had i wonder if that has changed like if they probably have these titles that are changed because they haven't even released, they haven't really released anything. They like haven't it. released anything this year. Aside from uh, Mulan. And Disney, yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, I don't know. I'm just wondering if that list is going to be different now. Because, okay, so obviously we have a lot more other stuff to get to. But I'm just wondering if it's something where it's like even news from last week could have changed that list. It could have. That's what I'm, I'm just curious about that because... I mean, we're all we're all adjusting and everything else, and I'm just wondering if they have like a set plan. They're like, you know, something we're just gonna follow our set plan the way they had it, in the hopes that you know everything's gonna get back to normal, or they are adjusting it. They are like, you know, something things are changing. Let's go ahead and and adjust this and kind of focus more on the TV shows rather than the movies, because obviously, you know, the TV shows they're they're in a sense they're dominating that part. Oh yeah. So. Um, and the things that haven't even released their big ones yet, because I mean, Mandalorian is huge, but when you start releasing the other ones that we were talking about, like um, um, the Scarlet Witch and uh, and then the, the one the Hawkeye one, yeah, like if they all follow the same kind of press, like uh, um, they they all follow the same kind of uh, formula release. that that Mandalorian does. I mean, Disney Disney will, won't lose viewership for a long time because oh, everybody yeah. just be. Logging in every week to ready for the next episode, yeah, and that's how that's what happens. And I told you that's going to happen. Are they going to? Well, I mean, just, I'm following. Nobody else has. Nobody else has uh, transitioned to that yet. Not even Netflix hasn't done it. What? To weekly? Mm-mm. They have one. Which like, one? This is like a show that is like every weekly uh, episode, but it's like a short series mm-hmm. show, and it's like I don't know how many episodes is it, but it's, uh, how many how many episodes in the season, or how many seasons it is, but they they have like one or two. That I know are weekly, but not popular enough to get on my radar. But that's like, what I'm saying. I, I, I only notice it because when I'm flipping. But I'm wondering if they do that so because they're testing it. So they don't want yeah. like, for example, that show that you keep on raving about. Everybody keeps on raving because I see it online. Uh, Queen's Gambit. Yeah. If that was a week to week, I mean, it would still be going on right now. Yeah. And well, that would have had the popularity that um, Mandalorian has, I say. Yes. And. No, yes, because it it was it. All right, so the only thing with 
Queen's Gambit. It's a slow burn. Yeah. So it's the type of show that you need to watch one episode after the other, back to back to back to back, to get really invested. Because if you watch that first episode, you're like, okay, I don't know if I'll wait. I'm going to wait till next week. But if you're right there, I'm like, oh, let me just see what happened. Yeah. With encounter with uh, and uh, to Mandalorian is like how he says every episodic, so every episode is his own journey. It's anthology, yeah, anthology episode. So every yeah. episode is, it, it floats in. But see, that's what I'm saying is that how does it get to anticipate the next one if every episode is floaters? You know what I'm saying? Because like, they have overall... overall. No, I get it. That's what I'm saying. Overall story and see what happens next. So it's a weird concept to say because each one floats on its own that it doesn't have the draw big enough to for the next person to... For the next episode. And you might you might be right, though. Like, if we start following that um, that tradition back like back to sitcom days... Yeah. Where I feel like they're going to do... They, I would hate for them to go back to those cliche... Um, kind of like um what do they call that where uh um cliffhanger pilot episodes yeah where we started like basically like for example because if they shoot the whole thing i'm okay with them releasing it weekly but release the whole thing i would hate for let's say they try that and then the first episode bombs bombs so nobody no i'd prefer them to continue it like they're gonna do the binge watch because you know something some people are like that some people don't pick up on it right away. Some people maybe take a couple of people talking about it online to to uh, draw the attention. Or wait three years. Hmm? Cobra Kai. <laughs> I'm always gonna throw that in your head. Which one? Cobra Kai. Oh gosh. But that's but what I'm yeah. saying. Is like maybe maybe it's as long I would be okay with it as long as they always release the entire season. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they're gonna do the weekly thing, that's fine. But because I just don't want them to fall into the same cliche uh, sitcom, you know stuff like pilot pilot season i don't want a pilot season for yeah for streaming networks true all right i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah i hate that i hate when they do pilot seasons no just shoot Pi- the whole thing yeah or they just give you the one that they they hurt me the most with mm-hmm. was the get down <laughs> that one because see but that was a binge too though it wasn't like a it month. was a binge and you know what's funny it's only one season i know but that see that's they, different they, though. They, bro- that's, they that broke was it up to two parts. That was not a sitcom thing. I mean, but but you're right that if you're gonna do if you're gonna try to pull it to multiple multiple seasons, release all the seasons that you anticipate. Like you know something, I'm o- I'm okay with every show only having 100 episodes. Every show. Every show. Like if you want to build any show like with a huge like on like a huge storyline. Yeah. And I know that after 100 episodes you become like syndicated type thing. Yeah. I'm okay, but ended up with 100 episodes. Because it, it's not that I'm not going to miss. There's a lot of shows that I'm going to miss. It's just, you know, I think it's better to just wait for the next one. It's better to, like, creatively, to be creative and come up with another season, another TV show, you know, or even maybe if you want to try to do a, a, a spinoff, whatever. But that initial show, always just 100 episodes and end it. Like, plan it out from day one. You're only going to get 100 episodes, so finish it on 100. Yeah, that's what the 100 did. That's just funny. That was 100 episodes? Yeah. It was exactly 100 <laughs> episodes. Or like uh, Lost, they were like, we're only doing seven seasons. Even though the ending was kind of shoddy and mm-hmm. a lot of plot holes and missed stories that they could have never yeah. closed. That's another one. that They called it be- before they even finished the second season. I think they said, we're only doing seven seasons yeah. of it. But let's see Let's see what goes on with that. With... Mm-hmm. with um, uh, Disney releasing all their shows and TVs and movies 
I'm excited to see what happens with Star Wars. See that what Star Wars movie they're announcing and who's leading who's leading Do it. Do you think uh, the Mandalorian affected where the direction they went for Star Wars? Um, yes, hell yes, hell hell yes. I think um, Mandalorian created such a conversation amongst the Star Wars fandom that. It, it I guess it got the attention to other people. They were like, we we need to get have have um what's his name? Um trying to I'm drawing a blank from Chef. John Favreau to lead the Star Wars franchise. Star Wars franchise. I mean they, yeah. he led if you think about it, he led the Marvel one. He started the Marvel one. Yeah. Yeah. So so he says like he has such a vision that he knows how to tell a story right because he did it with Elf, which is funny. Yeah. So I'm like, and made. So he was like, he he loves the the story itself and the lore and everything that comes with it. That he, he shows, good, he gives, he has he a good g- balance. He has a good balance of creating new good content or new content while also respecting the original that came before or or or, or the, the source material. This is the way he draws people into because I mean, like to this day, I am shocked by how much uh, Chef drew me in. Just because, I mean, like, it, again, it was just a simple story about a chef who kind of lost his way. And it wasn't like it was particularly like, oh, my God, the funniest thing in the world or, you know, this or that. It was just it just drew you in. You drew, got drawn into the people, got drawn into the, the situation. I mean, the food. It, I mean, how do you give food life like that? That's what yeah. I loved about that movie. But he did a great job of doing that. He told a simple story right. Yeah, and that's all you need to do with movies. Just tell a simple story right. That's it. Well, let me ask a question because I know that Mandalorian works more like a Western type. Yeah, space Western. So do you think now that Mandalorian did so well, do you think they're going to they're gonna get their Serenity episode? Like the Serenity movie? Remember Firefly? Yeah, Firefly? yeah I, don't, I don't think Mandalorian is going to have a, its own Serenity movie. I think they're going to keep it as a... Uh, like a streaming show okay um but i think this is open is going to open up the field to add more content and more story and um you think it's going to play like is it uh, a, is in the widen the horizon for the star wars universe do you think it's going to play the end of the agents of shield type type thing where it um it somehow introduces characters that are that are continued in movies yes I think they either continue or is going to be referenced a lot okay. in other movies or transitioning, transition them into mm-hmm. to some type of movie that's going to arc to another show to yeah. expand that universe more because okay. they already know where, where it falls in the timeline. Okay. So it's hard to, it's, it, it is hard to try to transition in it into the Skywalker saga, mm-hmm. but it's so easy to open it up to a whole different saga. Okay. To lead the way to something all completely different, but at the same time, you want something so far in the future mm-hmm. that whatever they do now, people will be like, "Oh, he mentioned this," but in episode ten, she said this, Ray said this, or this happened, so it's not correlating. It doesn't match, or yeah, yeah. or whatever it is to 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 be um, have continuity across yeah, yeah. the whole spectrum. But yeah, so let's see what happens next. Yeah. Uh, just announced today. So, just announced about two hours ago. Two hours ago? Yeah. What you got? Sony Funimation. You know Funimation? Uh, they, do, they do Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they have licensing for Dragon Ball Z. Uh-huh. 
they they had that channel through i think cartoon network they had the no was it cartoon network they had like a section i'm sure it was i think it was or comedy central i forgot which one it was that sounds more like it would be cartoon Network. Network. yeah they had a funimation that they have their own programming set uh they bought out crunchyroll okay which is a part as an american-based part it's like a netflix for for anime anime. yeah so yeah and they purchased them for one point one six seven billion dollars damn sorry wow but yeah wow you know what's funny i mean and here's the crazy they only have about i was reading they only have seven they have 70 million free subscribers and only three million paid that's what i was gonna say i don't know that to be a pop like i i know it to be something people know about i don't know it to be something people like for example like right now with um uh, the peacock network Mm. I know it is something that exists. I don't know about a lot of people that have it. Yeah. I have it. I haven't even used it yet. Yeah, I I know of. I know. I watch it. I have. I have Crunchyroll uh-huh. and Funimation, and um, what is great about it, mm. and this has been a long time that fun, what Crunchyroll would do is that if a show would like if the episode was aired in Japan, yeah, an hour later yeah. or like a two hours later. It would be released on the app to view with uh, with ads. And, and that's what I'm saying. It seems like okay. It's like the reason I, I guess I bring it up is like if Crunchyroll was the only way that you can get watch an anime, I can understand that. But it's obviously not because I mean, like I watch um, uh, My Hero Academia or um, uh, One Punch Man stuff like that on Hulu, and then obviously Netflix has its own. And then you introduce me to one on HBO. So it's like every single network has their own section of animes that you can watch. Yeah. So it would only be the hardcore users that would look for Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, yeah. So I mean, that, that's how much of a dedicated fan base that they have. That's what I'm saying. Like, because a lot of people, it, and it's almost like, um, it. What does it say? Like they could probably, they probably take. I can't know because I say they have a, that's a large market, seventy million people, but they probably have eighty twenty percent of them use eighty percent of the time, like twenty percent of their their user base use that app eighty percent of the times more than everybody else combined because mm-hmm. they watch every show possible, yeah. and that's what that's what's great about it. You can watch any show, almost every show, and if it's paid, no ad. Uh, free, you get. Do you add. think they're gonna bring it to a better market? Like right now, like do you they think they're, gonna, they're gonna put it, it under the Funimation umbrella, okay. so they're gonna expand their market. Which, what they're gonna do is, um, <clears throat> they're gonna get more licenses from brand new shows. So, which is gonna help funding more Japanese anime studios to produce more shows. So, I guess to expand the market, that means mm-hmm. more 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 people working. Because the thing with Netflix is that they do have licensing deals with a lot of different shows but it looks like they're coming up with their own content because if they i think they feel that it's cheaper to to get a new a new studio or a fresh studio to do a new story about anything or any anime storyline than to license dragon ball z okay. because because the the return of invest, like the investment on that alone to get that license is astronomical compared- i wonder i wonder like when all this comes around, I wonder what Hulu's part is going to be. The reason I ask that question is because with HBO Go taking over, uh, let's say South Park and a bunch of other show TV yeah. shows, um, Netflix has their own agreements with like certain companies. Like I remember, I used to watch like a lot of like uh, Supernatural and WB shows. Yeah, 
uh, the day after on on Hulu, which they took away that ability, right? So now you have to wait for the season to drop. Yeah. On for Netflix to have it, so Netflix has that deal. So and now with the anime going to, let's say they're probably going to probably take away all the licensing they had for a lot of the new shows that Hulu was premiering. So I feel like with all the streaming wars going on, I think Hulu is going to be the first one to go. You think so? Yes. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Like, okay, what is their actual original? Because con- I f- they they say original content, but like for example, one of my favorite shows was um, Letter Candy, which I think yeah. they say is an original Hulu show. Yeah. But is it original? Because I feel like that show still exists in Canada. I guess. Yeah, but it is. I don't think Hulu Hulu has Hulu. All right, so each of them has their strengths. You know yeah. I mean? Like Disney has their their Disney content. But now people were picking it up because after like so many times you can only watch DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mandalorian is helping that out because a lot of people are staying in just because they want to see what happens next week. Netflix is the grandfather of streaming. Yeah. So they're always going to have their, their mark on the industry for that. Hulu, what Hulu did that they noticed that Netflix wasn't doing is that they're controlling all the TV show aspects. But that's what I'm saying. They're losing that though. They're losing. They're losing that, but I think because they're partnered with Disney. Because remember, Disney owns Hulu. Yeah, but Disney already. Like I thought, Hulu was going to be the market for Disney's uh, adult content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to be the case because if they're going to do the, the uh, dead the Deadpool and they're going to do it rated R. Yeah. That would have been their niche, their niche or niche or whatever you call it. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like they're going to get that. So the question is, but it. Does Disney really need Hulu? Disney gonna, is gonna is gonna need Hulu mm-hmm. for more adult content that they have. You think so? Yeah, I think they're going to. Uh, the reason why mm-hmm. is that I think they're waiting for what is what is next. What's the next move for Sony mm-hmm. for Warner Brothers, which we'll get into. Yeah, and um, to see where they're where they're leaning towards towards their licensing. Because mm-hmm. if it's better to, to license it out to another company and let, let them keep all that data and everything else, th- it's not going to be beneficial for them. For depending on uh, what's their their streaming numbers, mm-hmm. it might be beneficial to source it out then keep it themselves. You know what I mean? I guess. But I, then then you also want to play good neighbor. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm going to lend it to you. I'm going to let you borrow because I feel like the relationship I'm going to need in the future for something else in return you're going to pay it back. Because, I mean, it's all about original content. Like, I mean, yeah, licensing is important. But obviously, the original content is where you directs you to what channel, right? So, like, you know, Amazon has The Boys. Netflix has, I mean, Had Gant. Utopia. Well, no. Well, it, Hulu. Hulu did. Oh, you said Netflix? But that's something. That's something uh, I feel like Hulu. Is that their real? That's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's their original content for them. Because it doesn't feel like. I don't know. It doesn't always feel like it. It Truth just feels seekers. like. That's your original content. That is original. Yeah, that's your original Hulu. Okay. Or I mean, like I'm the, sorry, that's Amazon. Amazon. I'm sorry, that's Amazon. Or because uh, I mean, even the the one re- movie reviewed a couple weeks back, which was uh, the um, ho- was a Happy Holiday. Mm-hmm. I know they said that was a, a Hulu original, but that's what I'm saying. Again, I feel like those are just kind of like Hulu might have bought them out, but I don't know. Feel like I want. I, it doesn't for some reason feel like Hulu paid for them to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but a lot them, like, a lot of them are like that. When so, like uh, Netflix original, know. they 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 just fund it. They don't tell them. No, no, but they, 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 they fund they, it. I mean, they buy the rights to it. Of, no, they, the, of, like, not to call it a Netflix original. They buy the licensing to premiere it. 
But I feel like for Netflix original, it looks like Netflix was stepping in. Is the production company? That's what I'm trying to say. Is Hulu yeah. a production company? I guess is my question. I I want to say yes, uh-huh. but very few content, very few shows that they have, and even the ones that they have, I don't feel like they're, they're that they're heavy that step, Yeah, they 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 got lost in the shuffle because of all the other shows that were out. Same. Even I'm saying, yo, when Amazon even beat you, dude, you gotta really check yeah. yourself. <laughs> all right so, so next with mm-hmm. sony uh-huh. so sony going into spider-man 3 so um alfred uh i want to get his name right so mm-hmm. i don't mess it up let me get his name. so uh, i know charlie cox is is rumored and com- kind of confirmed into uh spider-man 3 and the person that uh, the the actor that played uh, Doc Ock from Spider-Man Two, Alfred Molina, is confirmed to return as uh, Doc Ock in Spider-Man Three. So this is a lot. So here's the thing about it. So one, uh, I love the idea that they're coming back. Um, Depending but, on who who has control. But they're gonna. It's, it's gonna be like a joint venture. No, no, I know, but I'm saying because like, I know this is gonna. This is going to open up Sinister Six, six mm-hmm. and also is gonna help um, per, push the storyline for the MCU wherever they're trying to direct to, mm-hmm. while creating a separate storyline for Spider-Man for the Sinister Six. So here's so with that being for him being confirmed and Jamie Foxx being confirmed, it's kind of like all these rumors about Tobey Maguire. Um, Andrew Garfield, uh, Emma uh, Emma Stone, Kirsten Dunst are all rumored to be in this movie, okay. and I think they're not confirming it just because it's just people are gonna go crazy about it. But I think they are gonna be in it. Okay, so, so okay, I'm sorry. So no, so just to lead into my question into this, when I was thinking about it, is that the last two Spider Mans. Well, Spider-Man 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man 2, I felt they were trying to do too much or have too many. Well, Spider-Man 3 had to try to have too many characters in one in one in one shot because they had Green Goblin, which was um, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. So Green Goblin, Sandman and Venom, three villains against one Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So here I feel like they're going to have like three or four villains. And if they they have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come in through like the multiverse, help out, but not the main focus and just everything's focused on Tom Holland is going to be a great movie because I feel like that's what people said about the third one of Spider Man Three is that they did too much that failed that ruined the movie. There was too much going around everywhere think, in every direction. Okay, so I think if I okay, so I'm, I'm putting my movie hat on over here. So. If you're going to do this properly, one, the reason that I think Spider-Man 3 did not do well, it wasn't just because it was multiple characters. You had too many story arcs. No, that's what I'm saying. That's that what I'm saying. Too characters many is not as big a problem as story arcs. Sorry, that's what I meant. It was too oh, many no, stories uh, going on. I get, oh, no, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just, just kind of thinking it out loud where, okay, so like, you know, we're supposed to feel for Sandman, but we're also supposed to feel for Venom and we're also supposed to feel for... Um, all James these people. Frankles, yeah. Exactly. So you have all these huge story structures that you're trying to tell at once. I feel like they're not going to do that. I think there's going to be the main story, which seems to be um, Spider-Man facing trial after the last movie. Yeah. Which uh, I think, I don't know if you mentioned that. Charlie that Cox. Charlie Cox, which 
I cannot wait for because I'm happy he if if he's the only person that survives the Netflix Marvel um see like saga. Yeah. I'm happy because honestly, out of everybody that was in that those series, he was my absolute favorite. Yeah. Daredevil was my absolute favorite in the series. I mean Luke obviously Luke Cage didn't end well. Iron Fist didn't do well and um Punisher ended good. Well, Punisher was Punisher was a very engaging character, but it's not I don't know, something about it felt like with Jessica with Jones. Murdoch, Jessica Jones was also interesting, but I didn't know where it was gonna go any further. Yeah. Um but like I said, with this one, with I felt Daredevil, like they, they had a direction. I was interested. I was interested. I felt like they had places to go. Like I just felt like with everybody else, they kind of either expanded where they were gonna go. They didn't really show where they were gonna go. Like he had a clear introduction. You know, you fell for him, and then you knew where he was gonna go. This everybody else kind of felt wobbly. Yeah. Um. So I'm happy he's in it. So it looks like it's gonna be a clear story of him facing trial. This crazy thing happening. And he starts meeting his counterparts. Now, I believe the reason all these people are coming up, I don't believe they're going to stay no. in the universe to be those characters. I think they're introducing the idea that those characters are going to exist in his world. Yeah. Where he's going to be like, wait a minute. Like, if there's other Spider-Mans in other universes and these guys are showing up, that means these guys have to exist in this universe. Yeah. So that's going to be a great introduction. Now, the crazy thing is... If you're gonna do all that, that means the who's the who's the main person for Sinister, isn't it? Uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. So that's gonna be the draw. That's gonna be. I feel like that's gonna come from this world. Yeah. From from the main from, world. From this current world. So there might be an introduction of that character, and he's gonna want. He's gonna he's gonna be the one looking for those those scientists. Yeah. To create the Sinister Six. So I hope that's good. I hope that's gonna be that's gonna be the one. I'm yeah. really hoping. Is a good curveball that nobody was anticipating. Oh that, yeah, that would be awesome. They're, they're and shoot, a good character to play him. That would be awesome. I feel like I I wanted to like this is how I'm envisioning it mm-hmm. that um, he's gonna be like in school or something like breaking news. There's a portal and then you see like oh Spider Man's here and it's one of the other ones and he was like who the hell is that? And, my and that actually might give him a, a liability to kind of go back to his his undercover. Persona. Yeah, she's so like, like that's not me. So like there's multiple Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> it could it could have been another Spider Man. It, it, uh, it wasn't me, or something like that. Where yeah, oh my God, social liability. But I'm trying to think. Okay, so let me think this throughout. If we're gonna use Green Goblin as gonna be the main draw to bring the Sinister Six back, right? Yeah. And the Sinister Six that we're talking about is gonna be more of an introduction that they exist, as opposed to like them actually being part of this world right now. Because obviously, the only one that you know of in this world is uh, um, a Vulture. Yeah. So he's probably going to be part of it too. Um, and Mysterio. He and Mysterio, but I think he got a, he died. Well, he, maybe he, he didn't. I mean, yeah, they didn't confirm the kill, but he could be like arrested. Well, I mean, this is what I'm saying it could be all over the place, and that could be the reason he gets away. He like because he didn't actually kill anybody. Yeah. Um. So, my question is, the Green Goblin, who can play him? That I came in. I'm, I was I'm, thinking if he looks young enough still. The guy from um, Maze Runner, the one that uh, played, uh, or he was also in Meet the Millers. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Him, if he's still young enough, I think he'd be an interesting version of that character. Because he, I think he is like, he looks young enough when he is, like when 
He's he was young. I don't know how old he's now, but he looks he looks like he would be kind Will of Poulter. Like, He's yeah. 27. He's 27. Well, then, yeah, uh, this guy's 23, so. Yeah. I think he but has. Yeah, I wouldn't mind him being a little bit older. Like, he's he's like a young. Well, yeah, because he'd have to be a little bit more successful. Yeah. Um, I think he has the kind of like the, he's huge. Like, I mean, he's a tall guy, whatever. He's a big guy When whenever you show him that way. And I think he has kind of like that simple look where he's like, he can look wholesome. So when he's like normal. Yeah. So, and, and he, he can play. He could, I think he can play crazy pretty yeah, well too. He could switch it real quick on you. Exactly. So I think he would be an interesting character to play the new Green Goblin. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. So yeah, uh, that is going to be an interesting movie. And the reason I'm so concerned about who's going to run it is just because, um, if it's done by Marvel, they've done a great job and they're able to ca- handle multiple characters in one movie. If it's done by Sony. We've already seen what happens. Yeah. So, but here's the thing is that they have such a good, I think this is the last agreed movie, agreed movie for Spider-Man with mm-hmm. them. If I'm not mistaken, unless they extended the, how many movies he could be in, mm-hmm. but Marvel still has their hands in it. So that means I have a lot more faith if it, instead of Sony having it all mm-hmm. to themselves, but we'll soon to find out. And the big news this week <laughs> Was Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers announced that they will be releasing their entire 2021 release uh, movie release of the year for 2021 will all be released on HBO Max and theaters at the same time. Hear me out, guys. At the same time. This this I I was talking to somebody about him like this is kind of the last nail to the coffin for movie theaters. This is inevitable though. Yeah, no, it is. It is, and they and what happened was when they announced it, they was like, oh, we're just doing this for this first year. Mm. We're not doing it for twenty twenty two. I think everything is like that. Like every everybody, nobody ever wants to agree. Like for example, like uh, my company, I'm working from home. A lot of people that I know are working from like you know as far as working from home. Yeah. So far, there's no problems. Everybody does well. Everybody's actually happy, right? But if you were to ask my company, they probably won't tell you. You probably won't say that they're going to be permanently working from home. Yeah. They all have this anticipation of everything coming back to normal, everybody going back to the office and stuff like that, which I get that's where, you know, you want to go back to the normal. But if everything works the way it is, why why fight it too much? Yeah. Like, if they're going to, you know, like that, and that's what I'm saying with that. I feel like that's where it was. I'm, I was, I'm surprised this waited this long. I was talking about this, especially because the main movie that kind of kind of spearheaded this whole thing is Wonder Woman. Yeah. So I was talking about releasing Wonder Woman back in July. Like, they should have just done it on VOD and see what happens because this is going to be the big major movie to premiere. Because every movie has been okay, interesting, but it's never been to this level. It's never been this superhero action, super action movie to be released in VOD as well as theaters. Yeah. Tenant could have been that, but Tenant didn't want to do that. No. Um, so this is going to be the first time this happened. So I just felt like it was inevitable. Um, and I, I, then I'm, on my way over here, I started thinking about it. And maybe what people are not realizing, think about CDs. We all used to buy CDs for music, like, music, like CDs or, or tapes, whatever. But we had to buy a physical copy of something in order to have it. Yeah. That changed. Why did it change? Because of MP3s. MP3s. And then after, before, even before MP3s really became a huge thing, people were downloading it. People were downloading it to such an extent 
that they might as they went to streaming networks like you know Pandora or the other things. Yeah. So people just pay for those services. So this actually already all kind of happened for music. Yeah. And the music industry still survives. I mean, I'm not exactly sure the structure of how they make their money. I'm getting. I'm guessing is by streams. By streams, and that's probably what's going to end up happening with movies. Yeah. But because they, they don't like with one thing with music is that they release they'll show you how many how many streams or how many downloads. Mm-hmm. A song has Which, same thing with yeah, with, with but the uh, thing with the movies they don't like yeah. You Nef- know. Netflix doesn't release their 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 streaming numbers. Dude, the other day I was reading about how Queen's Gambit is the highest streamed movie Netflix ever released. Oh really? Nef- highest streamed TV show Netflix ever released. So they they track that stuff. I know they track it, but it's rare for them to release that number unless they're doing. A well, high, I don't know how high they numbers. It. I'm, I'm not sure how they release it, but same time, yeah. They they track it though. No, I know, I know definitely know they track it. But, but that's not, but if they track it in the purpose of like, if I go if I go and check to see how how many times this song this specific song might be checked, I'm sure I might not get it like that. Yeah. Like you said, the high release numbers is what you see. Yeah. Um. But, so I, I think the movie is gonna be the same. Yeah. Way. So like that's that's the best transition mm-hmm. as you explain it with theaters with movies because we had first we had radio that people only listen to what you were only given. Yep. Then came out the record mm-hmm. then people get to purchase it and then they condense it from the record to the eight track eight track to tape tape to cd cd to to i remember people used to have their usb drive with other yeah. songs and then now they were like instead of buying them i'll pay for a service that lets me listen to whatever i want mm-hmm. wherever i want and yeah. how i want it yeah and now theaters the and that's what with the movie and it's the same thing with tv TV came from television and then went to movies, to theaters, to rentals, to physical rentals being delivered when Netflix started, and then they started their streaming. But I think movie theaters felt like, oh, we still have a stronghold because we get the premiere, we get the first out. We don't, nobody else gets to touch it. Physically, have to go to the movie theater to because do it. they're the first ones that get it. They're the first line, first line of defense of, or first mm-hmm. line to watch whatever you want released. Now, Warner Brothers is just opening this gate. That it's like we're doing this one year test. I'm assuming to see how our yeah. But the do. thing is, I think and everyone's hating on them. You know that, right? yeah. Because you know why is because either one they didn't do it first, or two it's it's against their norm of what they they, they were do. trying to prevent it. They were trying to see. They were tr- they were trying to keep that stronghold that you mentioned. Yeah. So, but the thing is, everybody's suffering. Everybody they they need to try to do something with this stuff, and eventually somebody broke, which was Warner Brothers. Yeah. And. I'm guessing everybody is mad because they didn't want nobody to break. They were they wanted us to write it out, and literally, we probably won't even see movies that we were supposed to see at in 2020. We probably won't see them until 2021 or end of like 2021 that. or end of or 2022, something like that. Because you know, maybe the the normal viewer is not going to be that comfortable. Even even if theaters start opening up massively, people might not be that comfortable to start going back like that. Yeah, because again, dude, it's been a year. It's only almost a year. With a lot of these protocols, and a lot of people are getting used to different norms. Yeah, everything is becoming a new norm for everybody. So that's what I'm saying. For, so adaptability and change. I just think it's funny how people are just expecting that we go back to the norm before this all happened, like so easily. Yeah, and it's gonna I, be a hard transition. Of course, it's gonna be a hard transition because everybody's used to. I, I love my little my little home theater, and I don't. I want to just make it grow. I don't want to like stop it, stop it, and then go back to theaters. Yeah, but I will say this though. Um, 
it made it made me question a couple of things. Like first off, I mean, actors I know they're gonna be upset because they're not they might, they might not right now the money transition is not gonna be the same. Yeah, they might find a new version of how to make extra money, but right now it's you know they're not gonna see the box office they used to. Yeah. Um, but I would say the other thing though that's gonna change directors. Oh yeah, because. I know there's a because especially uh, um, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan was super huge. salty. Yeah, he's super salty about all this. But I can see why, because in his mind, when he makes or designs these movies, he does it for a movie theater. He doesn't do it for Streaming. TV screen or like that. So yeah. he does it for a movie theater. So like, let's say if imagine somebody like uh, um, the guy who does uh, uh, Terminator, not Terminator, uh, Transformers. James Cameron. No, Michael. James, not James Cameron. Is James Cameron? No. Transformers. Oh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay, yeah. I'm thinking Terminator. Michael know. Bay, I don't know if he's going to be like, well, my movies might not transition well either. Because His movies suck. Yeah, but they're, they, they're suck. But you the you fr- know who did a good transition? Martin Scorsese. Oh, yeah. Irishman. But that's what I'm saying. Stories, that's where I love those. I love Christopher Nolan's movies. And I love all these big directors, Spielberg and all this stuff. But I think we're going... Because one thing I've been missing from Hollywood good stories man and i felt like it used to be every movie was such a compelling interesting story and now if everybody has to compete online streaming that means you can't just draw them in by the by the by the loud explosions and everything like that because people are going to want some kind of structure like to keep them compelled and keep them interested you know what's what's good about this Mm -hmm. is that i feel that it's gonna create more of a competitor competition uh, regarding in movies because now somebody like let's say christopher nolan yeah that is able to be like i could go streaming i don't have to go box office because i i don't i have the money to go box office because i could pay for the marketing i could pay for the for everything included Mm -hmm. or get the funding everything included somebody like us could be a mid-budget and be like all we have to do is create a great movie with this limited budget and sell it to netflix yeah and we compete with other people on that platform. On the same platform. Because we don't have to go to theater. We don't have... You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, like, it, VOD is no longer... A, a straight, to, straight to DVD or straight to video is no longer a four-letter word for movies. Yeah. Because I felt like that for a long time. And think about it, when you Straight to DVD, straight to video, straight to, straight to like all these different things. When you hear that, that straight to... It, it, it's almost like a slap in the face. Like, well, your movie wasn't good enough to go into the theater, so we're just gonna go straight to that. Yeah. Now, if everything goes straight to that, you're just like, you know, something like you said, we're competing on the same level. And honestly, like I've platform. said this before, there's a lot of movies that I felt like I've enjoyed that I felt like if movie theaters were open like regular, I would have never seen. Yeah. Chick fight, I probably would have never seen. The, uh, uh, yeah. Like, like this, or the other one that you had me watch, uh, 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 Jungle Land. Yeah. I probably would have never seen. Because we would have just been talking about movies that are in theaters, and those movies, they were amazing. But I don't, I don't like they don't maybe they, have the marketability. Mar- one, the marketability, and two, I don't think with it wouldn't fall in our radar of of as what movies were intended to come out at that that's time. What, all we were ever really judging on is like whatever is coming out on the movie theater. Like what well, what are we watching this week in the theater? What are we you know stuff like that. So, like I said, there's a lot of movies that I got to enjoy. Because Be- of this, um, or like even though, like I said, the one that we had mentioned earlier, the 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 happiest holiday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These are a lot of movies that we would have not been able to enjoy because we would have been looking for what's in the theater and what's the most popular or the, the what would con- con- bring the most conversation. Yeah, into it. 
And now it's and now that you're eliminating movie theaters, which is gonna hurt the people because it's gonna hurting the movie theaters. That means it's gonna hurt a lot of uh, big production companies because now they have to they don't they don't scale the, down scale down because the chances of them making that big payout is kind of going away unless mm. they get a good a good licensing deal with streaming companies. So that's gonna be le- limited budget, which. Mm kind of i like because now they're going to be more particular on who they fund yeah now they're gonna be like oh you, this movie is just like a rehash of uh another movie or this yeah, because it's again it's not going to be like for like this remember that one with uh um uh ryan reynolds the six whatever my uh, that's like the one where he he was him and six guys that they had like their own company where they were like all like assassins and stuff like one was parkour one was this one was that i think i remember Right, but that was straight to DVD, straight to video, or straight to Netflix. Sorry, yeah. And that was one of those. That was like a Michael Bay ish type movie, um, but obviously that had its limited budget because it didn't have maybe the glare or the shine that you see from something like um, like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, but or uh, uh, Old Guard. Yeah, which again had amazing choreography and fight scenes and and stuff like that. But that wouldn't have been to the theater either. So like. I think we're going to get something a little different, but I think we're going to ultimately start looking for better stories along with all the action and everything else. Yeah. So they're going to try to, they're going to, I think this is going to help. I think within the next two, three years, mm-hmm. when, when everything's strictly VOD, I think we're still going to get the garbage movies, the rehash and mm-hmm. recycled, but I think we're going to get a lot more quality movies at the same time. Not as more, but mm-hmm. they're going to come out more frequently because usually every year you have like three or four good quality movies that are not superhero are just either a simple story so good or just an original story to or a story told from a different different perspective mm-hmm. that you're like wow it's it's a refreshing I perspective really, i really want to know how the academy awards are going to work this year is the academy awards or oscar academy awards academy awards because obviously like they haven't been a lot of movies released. Yeah, they're going to do a lot of... It, it, they said, if I'm not mistaken, I think I read somewhere that they're going to have it, a lot of the categories are going to be stream-based, stream but mm-hmm. only for this year. It's, again, everybody's just... I know, yeah. after this is going to be... And you know, maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like... But it's funny because everybody's just super into like, it's just this year. It's just yeah. this year. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll take a quick break and come back with Damn Nix's Corner Review. Yeah. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Damn Nix's Corner Review. Wah, 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 wah. What's yes. up, my people? What's going on? So this week, we reviewed the movie Freak or Freaky. Freaky. Um, I was super anticipating this movie because um, this movie got released in the theater, but it two I think it was like a two week run, and then it was able to be released on um, really? straight to video. Um, and I've been waiting for this movie only because I'm a huge fan of Happy Death Day, and I love that Kona like taking basically something something that basically would never transition to horror horror genre. So like the Happy Death Day was basically like um, Groundhog's Day, the like Groundhog's Day going to Circulars. So in this one, it's a Freaky Friday going to essentially what equates to like uh, Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween. Halloween, yeah. 
right? So loved it, but what I loved, what I think really just made the movie pop, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn just his transition. No, just him. Like he every time he was on scene, I was just lit up. And then yeah, when he transitioned, but even when he was a kind of like himself? even when he was a killer, like whatever. He's an intimidating force, and the thing is, sometimes I think I forget about that. People forget about that. Like, like somebody like Ben Affleck and him, you think you don't really think about them as far as just their sheer size. Oh yeah, he's like six three, six four. Yeah, he's six four. Yeah, easy. But um, and I think that's like that played a big part of this movie in regards to um his size and and like how intimidating and how yeah. strong he was as far as. Comparing him to, let's say, like uh, Mike Mike Myers or yeah, or Jason I think I think that's what they did with that because it was like that stature that he had, that height yeah. and stature, just gave off horror vibes. No, Easy. and of course, and obviously they showed, and that was a big thing when they made the change, which is um, one character had the strength, one character didn't. So um, I loved it. I thought it was this hilarious. Was hilarious. There was parts of it I just I was just like on my toes, like no, no, oh, I can't believe they're doing that. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> And it was gory. Like, I, I really didn't expect it to be that gory. Because even Happy Death Day didn't feel like it was that gory. Yeah. So, like, the first scene, the first couple scenes in the movie, you're like, whoa. The first like, couple death scenes, yeah. Yeah, they threw me off. But I liked it. I did. I, I did enjoy it. I liked that they, I liked that they kept the, the humor with the horror at the same time. Yeah. And it, it's almost like they not make fun of themselves, but they didn't take themselves seriously. No. But just they just took themselves serious and just slightly enough keep the story going to keep the story going but they kept the humor with it the whole time yeah I, again i think that's what played the movie so well the only the only pet peeve i have with it was more um of the the girl's character once she made the change because obviously vince vaughn did great as a little girl in vince in the killer's body but as far as the killer going into the girl's body i i didn't feel too much about that but i would say this i think it was because not really because the girl's fault i think it was more of okay so in horror genre especially when it comes to killers there is like at least two well-known type of characters well it's three but the most two well-known characters are the slow moving like huge big guy yeah which was like i said jason for jason for and and uh mike myers and then you have the 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 people that were more just the the, the sadists, the people that just like joked around about it and had more fun with it, which were like the Freddy Krueger and the Chucky, yeah. right? They always had fun with it. They always had quiffs and stuff like that. So I felt like, and I get why they picked the the the, the Jason Forhey and stuff like that because there was a whole big thing about his size and and everything, whatever. I still would have preferred if they kind of if he encompasses that. Like let's say once he realized. The killer realized they didn't no longer have the size. He became more of he adjusted to what he had. He adjusted to become more of the Freddy Krueger, um, Chucky yeah. style killer. Where uh, you know they they enjoy their they enjoy their size. They use kind of like stealth and they, they use it to and their, they use a lot of quiffs. They use their sight to their advantage. Yeah, like it it would have played better. Yeah, and you know it would have been so much more fun. But there was a good part about that that it was mm-hmm. like self actualization, self realization yeah. in the movie. They were like. That's why no, it, it's beneficial for me to be a certain person. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I I, I think I was just it would have been cool if that person once they realized they didn't have that stature, that they could have transitioned to be that kind of more of a like he basically if he if he kind of grew 
as a killer. Like he, yeah, he adjusted to be like, you know something? If I can't do be this kind of killer, I'm gonna be this, this type of killer. killer. Yeah, I so, completely agree. I think that was the only thing that was missing. Yeah, I think that would have been I would have been more drawing. I would have been more because I would have been happier on both scenes, not just. Vince Vaughn scenes, but her scenes as well. Yeah, because because they, they were kind of playing each other mm-hmm. and off of each other at the same yeah. time. So, so, but I definitely uh, enjoyed it. It's a lot fun to watch. You watch it with a couple of your friends. Yeah. It, it's just a fun, this fun is a, movie to this watch. This is like one of those Friday night, Saturday night movies. Yeah, this is one you'd be like, you know what, to start off the night type of movie. Yeah, like a movies. good drinking night, great game night type place. Yeah, you watch this; it's gonna it's gonna give you a good vibe and have fun for the rest. Yeah, of the night. like like I was saying, like Journey Land last week was like a Tuesday movie, just something in yeah. the middle of the week that you could be like, oh, I watched it, whatever. This is a weekend movie. This oh, yeah. is definitely a weekend movie. Yeah, a Friday Saturday movie. Most definitely, I agree. How many niggas you give this? Um, I give it three and a half. Three and a half. I want to give it a four, but. I- I I felt like it could have been a little better. If it, could have, if it would have been that little bit better, I would definitely have given it a four Nikki's. Yeah, I'm at you with that three and a half though. So, but I definitely please recommend to watch it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Amazon Prime, I think for twenty bucks. I think yeah, it's it. an early access uh, rental, so it's twenty dollars to rent it. But definitely, you know, you get with a bunch of spon- friends. We should get sponsored by Amazon Prime. For all the <laughs> you rent. Honestly, I, I I since day one since they started doing that, I didn't care. Right now, because I'm not driving or eating out all the time, I pretty much saving all this money, and because I want to stay home and watch movies, I am and I am completely supporting that whole. <laughs> Thirty Transition. bucks for Mulan, sure. Okay. <laughs> Twenty bucks for Freaky, okay. Yes. So. All right. So yeah, so three and a half Nikki's for Freaky with Vince Vaughn. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the newest episodes of Nerds in the City. You can always catch us on catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerds in the City. As always, you can send us an email at nerdsinthecitypodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think. Share, subscribe, uh, comments, concerns, recommendations, topics to discuss. Whatever you want, just send us messages and we'll respond. As always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, everyone. See you next week. Bye.